Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast. Another interview bringing you some insight into some of the top players in all of college football, regardless of level. This one's a 2024 NFL draft. Kind of look forward a little bit here to Mr. Ethan Driscoll, who's an offensive tackle out of Marshall for the Thundering Herd, starting left tackle for them this past season. I really wanted to bring Ethan on here for you all because I had the privilege of actually watching the first game I saw of him was when they Marshall was about to play Notre Dame. So I was doing a little bit of, of scouting on Marshall to see kind of what they had in store offensively. And 52 just kind of popped out to me. I have like an old notepad, Ethan, where I kind of just like write numbers down on the side and just keep checking it as like, you know, more and more good plays. And I wrote 52, man, you had like 17 checks next to your name, which is a good thing, a very good sure. thing. So invite Ethan Driscoll to the show for the for the fans out there, 6'9", over 310 pounds, starting offensive tackle, entering his final year for the Marshall Thunder Curve. Ethan, I pr- again, man, I really appreciate you for hopping on for a few minutes here, man. I know you got a little bit of break, but thank you so much for joining the show today, man. I do appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. So, Ethan, I know and, and, and people out there that are listening and, and getting to know you for the first time, I just said kind of your listed height and weight. I know we'll get into a little bit of just your – background from a athletic uh, from an athletics background but I really did kind of just want to start you out man because obviously you know Marshall had a lot of high notes this past season you know you beat Notre Dame you have a winning record I, I really am a big believer in the more research I do on coach Huff as far as what he is building there at Marshall so can you just take me a little bit through man just kind of the state of Marshall football right now how excited you guys are and, and building up what I think is a really nice program obviously at Marshall Oh, Marshall's on the rise. I truly believe that. Ever since Coach Huff's gotten here, everything's just gotten better. Uh, He's a class act coach. He's a great coach. I mean, I have no complaints ever about Coach Huff and the way he does his things. You know, we we get our work in. It's everything. Every time we win a game, it's because of the work that we put in in the off season, and it's by sticking to his standard. And it's not always easy. You know, there's a lot of you know, grind, there's a lot of blood, sweat, tears. Like, I know it's kind of cliche to say, but, I mean, Coach Huff gets us ready for those big moments. So when those moments come, we're not taken back. We're not not prepared for them. You, you know, it's, it, it's really bad timing on my part because I, I re- didn't realize that I had a Notre Dame shirt on when I sent you the link originally, man. Obviously, one of the big moments this past season was Marshall going to Notre Dame in South Bend, a game that I was at where you obviously played very well and where Marshall was able to come out with the victory. Maybe if you could just a, a little bit, Ethan, for this season, just a couple of your finer moments. I'm sure beating Notre Dame was one of them. But like, what were kind of a couple of the highlights for you guys this past season? Uh, definitely beating Notre Dame was one of them. Uh, very well-respected historical program. Nothing but respect for Coach Freeman and his team. Um, and that was that was another thing that you know Coach Huff kind of prepared us for. You know, we walked we walked into the stadium the day before, and he was he just kind of told us he was like, you know, it's beautiful. It's a it's going to be loud. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great atmosphere. 
He's like, this is a very well-respected team around college football. You know, you got You can't take anybody like that very lightly. Um, then, you know, we had some other ones. You know, we played the 75 game each year, and we won that versus App State. Um, you know, App State's another very well-respected program. Um, you know, they beat Texas A&M earlier in the year. Um, they, I mean, they're just an all-around pretty good program um we won a we won our first bowl game with coach huff and you know there for a while we kind of hit a slope where fans were like oh we might not win any more games and then we finish out november five and oh you know i mean there, I, I just think this season was definitely it's a build for next season i think we have some great things coming our way and i think with the work that coach huff is putting us through i think we can achieve just about anything Oh, for sure. I'm a big believer in in what Coach Huff and you guys are building over there. I really am. I was thoroughly impressed, man, even going into the Notre Dame game when I was just kind of watching all the defensive players you guys have and then what Kalen was doing at running back. And there's a lot of good, obviously, going for Marshall football moving forward. Well, let me ask you about you, Ethan, now, you know, just kind of digging into your background a little bit. So you're a Louisville, Kentucky guy. Saw you went to Holy Cross High School. So can you, can you just take me a little bit through, uh, I guess, a little bit of the recruiting background, high school background, and how ultimately you ended up at Marshall? Um, so being recruited, I was recruited by a couple a couple of schools. Um, I had a couple offers. Um, you know, Marshall was like the first school to ever really reach out to me, and I had a guy named Mike Maloney who was just – very persistent with me and you know ultimately i thought marshall was the best fit you know it it um you know the old staff with doc holiday and coach atkins and you know mike maloney like i said you know they really embraced me they really showed me a lot of love so that felt like home away from home and that was kind of my ultimate decision on coming to marshall yeah well, and let me ask you for you, Ethan, because I, I know again, people in the intro, I mentioned, you know, you're listed at six foot nine. I think last season you were listed at 314. I know you've been listed a little bit heavier at times, a little bit lighter at times, obviously. So let me talk about that size profile, man, because I, I have to be honest, like I'm a little I don't I don't want to say confused, but like you're a six nine, three hundred and fourteen pound guy who was a good athlete, I think had good foot quickness, you obviously have length to work with. Is there a re- is there a reason maybe where you thought that you didn't get more looks coming out of high school? Do you, like do you feel like you were underrated? I guess is my question as a recruit. Uh no, I was I was a basketball player. You know, I when I came out of high school, I was six ten, two fifty five, and so I I definitely understand. I mean, you gotta you gotta build a football player with that, but um, I mean, everything works in God's plan. You know. Um, he he put me through what he put me through, and ultimately that's what got me here today. Love it, man. I love it. So so let me ask you about that basketball background. Then I guess from a athletics perspective, was basketball maybe the first sport you played? Was that the dream growing up? Was that your favorite sport at some point, or was it just kind of what you were good at? Like just kind of a little bit of your athletic background. So really, I I was a baseball player, or I wanted to be growing up. And, um, so I was just too big. I just couldn't hit the ball. So I just, I started leaning towards basketball and football was actually just something I was just kind of good at. I didn't really care much. I just wanted to play college basketball and, you know, I had better opportunity to play college football. So I just kind of leaned that way and I started just putting everything I had into it. 
when you were in high school at Holy Cross, were you always an offensive lineman? Did you play defensive lineman? Were you one of those guys that maybe was playing tight end at some points? Like, what was that background? So, really, I was a tight end. Um, I was a tight end. I was a defensive end and a nose. I was a three-tech. I played right tackle, left tackle. You know, I think I even played guard a little bit. I'm not even sure, honestly. I was kind of all over the field. Love it, man. I love it. And obviously, you've you've had a big uh, a big weight gain during your career. Then, uh, what's what's kind of been? I guess you know. You said you were you know six ten, two hundred fifty five pounds, basketball player coming out. But how have how have you seen your body? I guess grow over the last few years, and how beneficial I guess is kind of the strength and conditioning side been for you? Um, it's it's definitely been a change. You know, basketball. I was a lot of you know speed and agility. You don't have to be benching 300 pounds you know you don't have to squat 500 pounds and so that was a big change for me um a lot of it for me was footwork you know training my jump shot working on you know what dunk i could do and so now it's all right how do i block the best d end in the country how do i how do i prepare to play a guy that maybe I don't think is as talented as some of the other ones. How do I still give him the respect he deserves and how do I mentally prepare myself to go against him? Love it, man. Well, I think that's a great kind of segue because I wanted to ask you about some of the guys you did play this season, because obviously, I mean, we mentioned Notre Dame already. Obviously they have a defensive end named Isaiah Foskey that's probably going to go in the late first, second round. You mentioned App State. They have a kid named Nick Hampton who was just at the Senior Bowl as well, a really, really fast, kind of twitchy stand-up rusher. Talk to me about the challenges you had on a week-to-week basis, man. You played against a lot of talented pass rushers. How do you feel like you held up against some of the best ones that you faced this year? Um, Like you said, you know, Isaiah Falski, he was a phenomenal DM. I watched – countless hours of film on him just trying to find something that he wasn't good at and I just couldn't ever find anything he was so talented and luckily you know I played a great game versus him and I mean he still a super athlete I mean like you said he'll probably be late first early second maybe but you know there was a ton of great DNs and I think that's something that the G5 conferences aren't necessarily as respected on um you know another one like you said nick hampton great athlete i mean super twitchy has a high motor you know has a tool bag of moves that he can do um and then coastal carolina i mean that's a very that's another well-respected team and very talented defense lineman so i just think the best thing that i could do all year was just prepare Every week, like I'm playing in Notre Dame, you know, every single week, oh, I have another Isaiah Foskey, I have another Isaiah Foskey, I have another, you know what I mean? Well, and I think I think what a, a big preparation for you to face such great talent, Ethan, is that, I mean, also, Marshall quietly, and I don't think enough people talk about this, you guys had one of the best defenses in college football last year as well. I mean, statistically, I mean, I remember watching Owen on film and Abraham and Eli Neal and Mike Abraham and you know, obviously Stephen Gilmore graduated this year. But what was it, I guess, how beneficial was it for you to be able to face off against guys like Owen every week and the second-level defenders that you guys had? I mean, you're playing against – and I know obviously you're playing against you know probably a lot more scout team guys than you are playing first-team defense on a week-to-week basis, but you're still seeing a lot of great defensive players on a day-to-day basis. 
for sure. Um, and also going against Owen Porter, I mean, that's never an easy task. You know, he had like, I think like five sacks versus JMU. I mean, just was an absolute monster that game. And I mean, he's one of the smartest football players I've ever been around. Just the way he can tell just by looking at my feet before I even set what type of setup I'm going to have. You know, that just little things like that that help that he can tell me, hey, you're showing this, you know, you change it to this. And I mean, like I said, just a very smart overall player. We have a ton of great D linemen. Um, Isaiah Gibson, Eli Austin. Um, I mean, there's there's endless ones. You know, we had Anthony Watts and Damian Barber, and those were never light tasks. And, you know, each week going against them, you know, it prepares you for, okay, I've seen this from Owen Porter many times. I've seen this exact rush many times. So he just he just helps me prepare, and I feel like both of us working against each other each week just makes us both better. And so here's a, here's a good question for you because you are a taller guy at six nine six ten. Obviously, I the initial thing if someone asked me, Ethan, like what's the biggest negative to playing offensive tackle at that tight is that some guys as tall as you have a trouble kind of you know creating leverage and sustaining leverage, right? Like that is sometimes a difficult thing. So let me ask you, what is what do you feel like kind of as you've matured over the years at Marshall? What has kind of been a thing that has been pretty natural to you, a thing that maybe you didn't have to work on a ton, and something that maybe was is a little bit tougher that you really need to kind of you know narrow your focus and make sure that I'm working on this day in and day out to make sure that I continue to get better at it? Um, I mean, what I've been blessed with was like just athleticism, you know, yep. getting to the spot, you know, throwing my hands, just kind of O-line basics. But, like, my biggest thing is, you know, perfecting my craft. And that's that's a little bit of everything, you know, you know, changing up, changing up my feet, you know, uh, taking the right step at the right time, you know, anchoring down on bull rushes, um, you know, just constantly, like, landing my first punch and, you know, punch and grab. I mean, it's it's a lot of everything. I've I definitely have some places to improve before I can take that next step. And that's just kind of what I'm focused on going into this off season. Yeah. Well, and, and let me ask you now, man, cause I know obviously you mentioned, you know, that this is, you know, potentially your last season, obviously at Marshall. So what are, what are some goals that you have set as far as, you know, the team, you know, you mentioned you, you guys won your first bowl game under coach Huff. That's obviously a, a big deal. And, you know, a big kind of check of the box as far as accomplishments in your career, but what are some team goals you have and individually for yourself? Like, are there some things that maybe you want to accomplish and you want to kind of end your career off on the right foot? Um, I would say our team goal, uh, we want to win the Sunbelt championship. That's point my period. I mean, there's no other, that's it. I mean, we want to have a great, another great season, another great bowl win. Um, for me personally, uh, all conference. I mean, I don't think that's too far of a stretch. I think that's very obtainable. I think, you know, with that, I mean, going and getting drafted. I mean, I've heard I've heard from different people. You know, fifth, sixth round. Then I've heard from other people third, fourth. So I want to solidify myself as an earlier draft pick. Um, yeah, I. And I just, I just want to have the best senior year that I can. I want to, I just want to go out on top, and I just want to finish it off the right way. 
You, you know, one thing I do not envy you about, Ethan, is I, I mean, you're so you're in the offseason, you're preparing for the senior year, your final year at Marshall, and I can't imagine what your DMs look like right now from all the agents that are probably hitting you up, man. How how chaotic has that kind of part of the process been? I'm sure there's been a lot of attention to you, you know, obviously the NFL dream and everything, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that have kind of been getting in your ear, trying to talk to you, do all that type of stuff as well. There's a little bit. Um you know, not not too many. Um, you know, I'm just gonna take it one day at a time. You know, whatever comes comes, and you know, we'll, I'll make that decision when that decision is time when it's time to be made. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm just focused on you know spending these next couple months, you know, just working and working and just trying to get better each day with my brothers. I love it, man. I love it. And kind of my last question for you is, you know, you mentioned the NFL dream and hearing a little feedback from the NFL draft space. Let me just kind of, you know, flash forward for a second, just, you know, to know that this dream is potentially attainable for you. Obviously, I'm a big fan of your game, so I think that it is, obviously, right? You mentioned some feedback from, you know, just kind of round ranges and all that great stuff. But if, you know, just kind of flashing forward for a second, you know, how much of a blessing is this to be in position that you are and, you know, when and if you play professional football, just how much of a, you know, blessing and a dream is that as far as like an accomplishment for you? Oh, it's a huge blessing. It's a huge dream. Um, you know, that's something millions of kids never had the opportunity to do and that they'll never have to do. So I just thank God each day for, you know, putting me in these, in this position to be successful. Um, but with that, you know, it comes a lot of hard work and that's something that I'll just have to just maintain who I am about that and just, you know, thank God every day and go to work. Love it. Love it. So again, NFL draft fans, college football fans, just in general out there, if you wanted some fun, turn on some Marshall field from last year. Again, had a star running back. They had a lot of playmakers on this offensive side of football. They had a lot of great defensive players, but make sure you keep an eye out for number 52 at left tackle. It's Ethan Driscoll. Ethan, again, I mean, I really appreciate you for hopping in here. I'm glad I got you on before you really blow up on the draft side of things because I know people are going to be talking about you a lot this season. But thank you again, man, so much for joining the show. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.